Nice night for a walk, eh? Nice night for a walk. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? <laughs> Nothing clean, right? Hey, I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six pack. Nothing clean. Nothing clean, right? Hello, everyone. It's time for another edition of the Jstrom Drives Pandemic Edition. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? It's been a while. You haven't heard from me in some time. I've been putting some old things on the feed because I wanted people to know I was still alive. I was just taking a break from stuff, feeling a little burnt out, creatively vacant, etc. And uh, then a pandemic happens and now we're not supposed to leave the house, we're in quarantine. I mean, you can leave the house to go get food and stuff like that. And that's what I'm doing right now because things have calmed down a little bit where from time to time we'll get some takeout, we're getting tired of home cooked food especially the way I cook. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm pretty good at spaghetti. I'm pretty good at breakfast food, like eggs and bacon and shit like that. But man, I don't have a lot of, uh, there's not a lot to choose from in my repertoire. Sandwiches, hot dogs, uh, shit. You know, you can make really good scrambled eggs and some bacon toast, tater tots that serve as hash browns. That's pretty good, right? But uh, every once in a while, you know, why not have some uh, Chili's curbside service? You just pull up, text them after you've paid online, and they put the food in your car. You don't have to touch anybody or anything. That's pretty good, right? Uh, so I'm doing that. But first, I'm going by McDonald's. That's right, because my daughter, she'd rather have McDonald's than Chili's. I don't know why. I dig Chili's. Chili's has got good burgers. They've got that skillet queso that's really good. Um, you know, it's funny because what a couple of weeks does to you. Things have gotten worse in some places, but the funny things happens. You get used to it. Now, that first week, that first weekend, I think it was a Friday when all the shit was going down and, you know, they first they shut down the NBA, then the NHL shut down, and then they started closing all public events, and my daughter, she was on spring break, and they were like, hey, don't come back to school. 
because uh, it's bad. So it was like, holy shit, this shit is serious. Hold on, guys, I gotta do something. Maybe I should pull up one. How old is the Madonna? If I may ask you. Uh, yes. Can I get the number six? All right. And can I get that medium with the Sprite? All right. And that'll be it. Seven fifty-five at the first window. All right. Thank you. All right. I'm recording on my phone using the Google Recorder app. Pretty cool, huh? I'm hoping it's decent quality. Uh, much better than my old phone. So anyway, what was I saying? Um, I just gotta have my wallet out. What's funny with this is, uh, okay, let's just, you know, sidebar. When going through a drive-thru, everybody's wearing gloves. Some employees wear masks. Uh, I don't mind seeing that. I like to see that. Like, hey, wear those all the time, even when there's not a pandemic. But anyway, uh... You hand them your credit card and they scan it and they hand it back. They're wearing gloves. But I'm like, okay, my card's now contaminated. I need to use hand sanitizer. And I need to wipe my card down when I get home. Because I'm psychotic and OCD-ish anyway. Hello. Hello. There you go. Thank you. Okay, she was wearing gloves, and she actually, her finger touched my hand. So I'm going to hand sanitize now, because, hey, <laughs> can never be too safe, right? I mean, that's the way, that's what this thing is doing to us, because it's an invisible enemy, this COVID-19 and uh, we can't see it. We don't know who has it. We don't even know if we have it. So my germaphobe alarms go off all the time now. Because when I go to the store, I'm like, okay, if the shit is floating in the air, I'm going to get it while I'm here, right? Because I breathe. I'm going to breathe it in. I don't have a mask. I guess I could hold like a hanky up to my face, but I haven't gone that far. It's like, it's almost like, yeah, I want to be precautious, but I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> That's how stupid the human mind is. And so, um, that first last Friday, the Friday before a week ago, I went to the store. No, no, no. Yeah, I went to the store and I kind of, I wouldn't say panic bought, but here's the great thing. The Thursday before, like when the NBA shut down, I had to buy toilet paper anyway, and I always buy the Cottonelle large pack. It's like uh, one roll equals this many rolls, and it lasts you forever. I always get the expensive Cottonelle stuff because I'm sorry, guys. I like good toilet paper that does not tear or anything like that. I hate the one-ply crap. I like good stuff. Good quality TP. And I've always bought that. I don't even care if it costs $12.99 or whatever. So, 
when the toilet paper craze happened, we already had some. And I even told my wife, I said, we've got plenty. I'm not worried about it. She's like, well, will we have plenty next week? And I'm like, if we're conservative, yeah, don't overwipe. <laughs> so, um, when you're worried about food, I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy a lot of stuff we use anyway, because if we end up not needing it, I don't want to waste it. For instance, toilet paper, you're going to use that if you have extra. You're going to eventually use it. Um, bottled water, you're going to drink it. Uh, now, if you load up on canned goods, that's where you can become wasteful. But, okay, let's say this. Let's say a month from now, two months from now, everything goes back to normal and you have a cabinet full of green beans, canned green beans, etc. Go to the local food bank and donate all that shit. So it's not wasted. So I was like, I'm going to only buy stuff that we can also donate later. You can't, uh, you know, there's some things you, you guys know what I'm trying to say. Hold on a second. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, you too. All right, using my heat vision goggles, I could tell that no one was running a temperature in the McDonald's. Everyone has normal temperature, no one's sick. So that's good. Okay, anyway, I want to go back to what I was talking about before. The way I felt when this first was going down is I had a knot in the pit of my stomach and just filled with worry and dread. You guys know that dread feeling. It's very familiar. My wife was very calm. And like I said, I wrote a Patreon letter to patrons and basically explained that, you know, one night my wife will be having a good night and she'll call me and say, hey, everything's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And I'll be like, uh oh, I'm on the loud road. But uh, I just hit the afterburner. And then the next night, she'll be watching the news or reading Twitter and getting very upset. And I had to calm her down and say, hey, everything's going to be okay. It doesn't matter if I don't really know, but you just need to be that force for somebody if they're not feeling it one day. Okay, cut to now which is uh, Thursday, March, what is today, March 28th or something, the days, one day's going into the next, guys, and I've calmed down considerably, one thing I've done is stop being triggered by the news and Twitter, you've got to turn that shit off, my dad posts every day about the coronavirus and what the Senate is doing wrong and blah, 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 this and that, links to websites and can you believe this is happening and blah, blah, blah. It's just like unplug, unjack from the matrix, okay? Calm down. Chill the F out. You can't have that shit flowing into your ears 24 hours a day. It'll drive you insane. 
And I've gotten to that point where I'm like, okay, shit sucks. You know what? I'm going to be doing other stuff. I'm going to be reading about video games and shit like stupid inane shit because we need to give ourselves a break. You know? We need to stop worrying about if we have enough toilet paper. (laughs) If we have enough detergent to wash our clothes. So anyway, I've calmed down considerably. But, you know, here's my routine when I get home. Like, I'm going to pick up this Chili's order, take it home. As soon as I walk in, take my shoes off because I don't wear my shoes in the rest of the house because my shoes could be contaminated from being outside in the pandemic area. And that's usually a grocery store when I take my shoes off, but now I just do it all the time anyway. So then I wash my hands like a good amount of time with hot water. Sometimes where I'm like, Jesus, I can't take it anymore kind of a thing. Because uh, you got to be safe. When I go to the grocery store, like if I'm all riled up, I don't know what this one, two, three, is Skype stuff. I'm just going to park here. They've got the things marked off. What is four or five or whatever? I don't know. Hi. Yeah, for Jason. Jason? Mm Mm-hmm. Jason? Okay. They have each parking spot numbered, so I wasn't sure which one to go to. It's okay. I seem to have done nothing wrong. Huh. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Alright, got my chilies dinner and uh, everything's great. Be kind in the pandemic world you live in. Uh, everyone seems very jolly and cheery. Putting a little bit of uh, more hand sanitizer on just to be safe. This hand sanitizer was given to me by my sister Vanessa when I visited her one day. After this, I want to know if she had enough food. She didn't think she did. So uh, I made sure to... Drove over there. It was so funny because... uh, You know, I... You know, did what I did. I'm a brother, you know, helping out my sister. And I was like, don't hug me. (laughs) And she was like, okay. And I go... Hey, I don't want to make you sick if I'm sick. And I don't know if I'm sick because I can't get tested. She was like, oh, that's true. So let's bump elbows. And she was like, okay. So we bumped elbows. But what I really meant was, hey, I don't know where you've been, so don't touch me. But I put it in a way that was nice was, hey, you don't know where I've been. I could be a carrier right now, which I'm pretty sure I've joked to Stephen because, you know, Stephen's job, he travels for, to different states every week, goes on airplanes, fly, goes to airports. And I said, Stephen, you're patient zero. 
you're the one who's infecting each state in the United States, man, going from place to place. And he was like, oh, that's probably true. Because you guys don't know this, but Stephen, he had the flu for like three weeks. And he has this terrible cough right now. But he's better. He's all better, but he's walking around with this cough. And he says when he's coughing, like, in the airport or on a plane, people will, like, get up and move away from him. (laughs) And I'm like, Stephen, you probably had the coronavirus, but you had no idea you did. You just thought it was a flu, and you're young enough where it didn't affect you, like, your respiratory system that bad, and you've recovered, and now you're, uh, you're fine. Your antibodies fought it off, and... So anyway, I do a lot of digressions where I don't remember what I was talking about before. I'm very sorry about that. But this is a Jason Drives episode. I'm all over the place. Uh, What have I been watching? Just, you know, my standard shows. I haven't really been able to binge anything. And I've been behind on shows because I'm not feeling it. Like, you know, I got the Clone Wars back on Disney+. Plus. haven't been feeling it. Uh, The Witcher book... I hadn't finished it yet, but all of a sudden I just came to a complete halt and stopped reading it because I wasn't feeling like a fantasy world right now because even though I would love to not be in my world that I'm living in right now, I still think of the continent where Geralt lives is way worse though. (laughs) So I'll take this. I'll take our world. But I've been thinking about what kind of show I'm going to do. And what's funny is uh, I just released on the main feed, Dead Ahead, which, by the way, that's not even the title of the story anymore. That's just what I had it back then. I have a new title, but I won't share that with you right now. Um, And I was just thinking about narrating the next chapter when my wife got shut down at work where they're making everyone work from home because in Dallas, you... uh, you know, they close down the entire city where people have to work from home unless you have an essential job. Like, basically, if you work in food service, you work in uh, a pharmacy, a grocery store, or you're some kind of medical profession, you don't go to work anymore. You stay at home. So, uh, in order to record, I sit at my computer with my mic and everything, but my wife... She's in the dining room set up at the table working from home and she's on conference calls like multiple times a day where I have to be quiet and like I can't do that now. So I'm trying to figure out a way to record in our closet, which is uh, a great sound room anyway because there's lots of clothes in there, lots of padding and stuff. So if I can record something in there, it might be pretty good. In fact, I might record the second part of this episode, Jason in the Closet, after I get home, because I'm not done talking. But anyway, I'm hoping you guys are doing okay. And it's, you know what's funny about this experience, though? It's like you want to tell somebody, you'll never guess what's going on here. It's crazy. Like, they've quarantined everything. Like... They don't want people going out and about uh, because there's this pandemic. And uh, I'm working from home. My daughter doesn't even go to school anymore. My wife is working from home. Uh, 
It's crazy. Like the grocery stores, everyone's bought up the toilet paper. But you can't tell anyone this because everybody on the planet is going through this. It's like our, our way of life now until this goddamn Corona-19, COVID-19 shit goes away, which I can't wait because uh, the last movie I saw in the theater was Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't want that to be the way I go out, man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't even remember the last movie I saw in the theater was. Um, but luckily you can download movies. You know, you can stream them of this day and age. Hopefully everyone's got really good internet and they're not uh, slowing it down. I know there's some parts of the world where the internet has gotten pretty shoddy because everybody's at home. I mean, like, for instance, I'm on the computer. I'm on, you know, doing whatever. And, or I'm streaming Hulu or something, but my wife is working at the table, so she's on Wi-Fi, and then my daughter is watching uh, YouTube in her room, so we're all, like, on the internet all the time, so I can imagine it's draining or whatever. I don't know. I don't understand how this shit works, but guys, I'm home now, and I'm going to check back with you in a bit, okay? For part two. There is an acute shortage of, of toilet paper in the good old United States. We gotta quit writing on it. It was a white line nightmare. Only those mobile enough to scavenge, brutal enough to pillage, would survive. The gangs took over the highways, ready to wage war for a toilet paper. Hey guys, it's Friday, March 27th. I am going to the store. That's right. Yesterday I recorded uh, part of this podcast. But it's the next day. I had a hard time sleeping, even though I've been taking melatonin to help me sleep. Uh, It didn't work last night. So around 7 a.m., when it was time to get up, I slept in till around 10.30. I'm bad. Okay, let me turn down the radio. But now I am going to brave Walmart. No, that's not my breathing apparatus. I'm just doing that sound on my own. Everyone's talking about these masks. All you got to do is pull your shirt up over your nose and you're protected, right? (laughs) I don't think so, guys. Don't be like this guy. Man, it's a real scorcher today. It's 79 degrees here in Texas. Some theories floated by people are that the heat will kill the coronavirus. So, for once in my life, I'm hoping it gets into the hundreds soon. (laughs) God, I don't want it to get hot, but I do. I want this coronavirus shit to be over, man. 
I mean, what am I going to encounter here when I get to Walmart? What if it's Wes? He's got a mohawk and assless chaps. I don't want to see that. Hopefully we see some nice people like Tun Tun at Bartertown, you know, playing the saxophone. Or that little guy, Master. Meet King Arab. Or even Blaster. You know, he was a good dude. He was just misunderstood, right? Let's see, so there's kids riding their bikes. I hope you're six feet apart. Oh, it is nice weather today, I must say. So I have a few supplies I need to get here at the store. It's funny because if I tell my wife, I go, I'm going to go on a supply run. And I even have to do it in a voice like that, like tough guy voice. I got to go scavenge for supplies. She goes, stop it. I don't like that. Just say you're going to the store. I'm like, oh man. Okay. I'm not allowed to play post-apocalyptic. Boo! Because I want to go scavenge for supplies. <whistles> Two days ago, I saw a rig enough to hold that taker. You want to get out of here? Yeah, talk to me. The last of the Chevy Equinoxes. A piece of history. Would have been a shame to blow it up. You know, wouldn't it be cool if Max's car had, like, uh, serious radio? You know, satellite radio? Think about how cool that concept is. It's a post-apocalyptic world, but you podcast still and send out your uh, downloads, you know. Put it on the feed and people in the different parts of the wasteland are still listening to your, you know, podcast talking about old episodes of uh, TV shows. You guys remember BJ and the Bear? Now that was a good show. That was a time when the world was powered by the black fuel. Gone now. And so is BJ and his Bear. Wow, that might get kind of sad thinking about it. Maybe you just need to focus on the future. Head on down to Gasoline Town. Trade in your bullets for a gallon of diesel. Or as they call it, gasoline. Or, you know, some good old aqua cola. Man, George Miller's a genius, isn't he? That guy really knows what he's doing. I mean... Who would have thought of putting a crossbow on your wrist? That's just a cool idea. You never know when you're going to need to shoot an arrow at any time when you're living in the wasteland. A rabbit hops by. Shoot it. You got dinner right there, man. A boomerang that's sharp that you can chop off people's fingers. Cool. doesn't get very inventive with his weapons, does he? You know, sawed-off shotgun. Well, you still need, uh, still need shells for that. 
Oh, and that's another thing. Uh, I've never been a gun person. Like, I don't want guns and stuff. You know, I like guns in movies and, like, uh, video games, wielding guns, but I don't want to in real life. The deadly, you know? Kill somebody with a gun, mate. But uh, my wife's like, do you think we need, like, a shotgun or something? And I was like, what? She was like, well, you never know how bad it's going to get. And I'm like, what, you mean like marauders start coming through the neighborhood after our toilet paper? Marauders. Well, you never know. They could want our canned goods or something. I'm like, hey, you're right. So uh, I was thinking about a shotgun. I was like, I don't want a shotgun. I don't want to shoot anyone. But what if an intruder comes in your house? And I was thinking, hey, don't they have those shells with rubber bullets or rubber slugs or pellets or whatever. I wouldn't mind, you know, shooting somebody with one of those. Maybe a couple of times. Like, ow, cut it out, that hurts. Get out of my house. I'm going to shoot you again right in the ass. One rectal breach coming up. Boom. Ow. <laughs> it's like, hey, I warned you. I got more of these rubber bullets. Because, you know, if you have a child in the house, you don't want bullets to go through the wall, right? You don't want to endanger anyone. All right, I'm at Walmart. Doesn't look too busy. Let's see what kind of stuff we get. Now, I'm not going to have the mic on when I'm in the, the store because I just want to get the F out of Dodge, you know? Get in there, pick up some stuff, and then come out. So, guys, after I come out of the store and uh, I put on my hand sanitizer and I hold my breath for 10 minutes while I'm in the store, I'm going to uh, tell you what I got, what kind of great treasures I got. All right, I'll see you on the flip side. I'm back in the car, I'm back in the car. James! James! Ah! COVID-19, it's everywhere. You ever come out of the grocery store and your hands just feel dirty? Uh, and you're like, I need to wash my hands. Dirty hands. Uh, I feel like Emil from Robocop when he's been doused in toxic waste. me. And then a Clarence Bodiger just runs me over and I explode into Slurpee juice. Ah, shit. <sighs> All right, guys. I've applied the, uh, the, uh, the hand sanitizer. There's not much left. I don't know what I'm going to do when it runs out. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to go on without hand sanitizer. I mean, sure, you know, I can use soap and water, but I do that in my house. I'm talking about when I get in my car. I had to take a drink. All right, they had items I needed. They had sour cream, which Heather request, requested. She needs that on her rice. Uh, they had Kleenex, boxes of Kleenex, fantastic. Plenty of bottled water, 
plenty of Diet Coke, plenty of ginger ale, all the necessities that life asks for. Now you're wondering like, hey, dude, what about all the food and stuff? Okay, first of all, I've already spent an astronomical amount on food like that. You know, I talked about that before. Soups, pastas, frozen pizzas. Although I did get more frozen pizzas just because they had them. Uh, but this is like for little things like sour cream that makes rice better. You don't want to eat rice just by itself, plain. It's not good. Uh, also, more bar soap. Gotta have more bar soap. Oh, and you know what? I was shocked that they had liquid hand soap. <laughs> well, hot dog, I can keep on washing my hands. Wash that COVID-19 right out of my hands. All right, that song needs work, but you guys will see. Uh, let's see, what else did I get? Uh, Oreos. Got some bags of chips because my daughter goes through chips like it's uh, insane how fast she goes through chips. I think that's her only nourishment right now is frozen pizzas and chips and ginger ale. I try to make her eat a banana or an apple every day. Some nutrition, for God's sakes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what else did I get? I got dog food. You know, got to feed the dog. Got to feed the snakes. Oh, sorry. Still got Road Warrior on the brain. What do you have a movie you've seen so many times. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to quote it all the time, right? That, that brings me to a question that I want to ask you, the listener. What top movie do you quote almost every single day of your life? Uh, I've got quite a few that I've talked about over the years, but lately in this pandemic of times, uh, I quote a lot of Mad Max movies. <laughs> Only him leave hearing wonky. Uh, okay. Walmart was not that crowded, but I did see uh, quite an amount, a large amount of people wearing gloves and masks, which I have to say is, where did you guys get the masks? Uh, I thought there was a shortage, but apparently people have those somehow. I don't know, maybe their church is giving them out or something. I know there's homemade masks. I myself freeballed it, as they say, in the post-apocalyptic pandemic wasteland. That means not wearing a mask. We call that freeballing. That's the jargon we use. Uh, why? Because uh, I, um, I didn't have a mask. <laughs> I guess I could have constructed one, but my I just try to stay away from everybody, try to breathe very slowly in my nose. Uh, everyone seems to be cool about keeping their distances, except on the goddamn cereal aisle. Can everyone just back off and let me get my life cinnamon cereal? Come on, people. Like, if I see, like, three or four people on an aisle kind of, kind of blocking the aisle, I'll go, okay, I'll come back. I'll come back. Oh, you know what I was pissed that they didn't have? Oh, Pepperidge Farm cinnamon bread. Aw, oh, man. Can you guys believe it? No cinnamon bread. Pisses me off. That's like the one thing my wife will eat for breakfast every morning. 
Now, I could do like I did the other day, which is go to three different stores looking for stuff. Now, last time I did that, I found paper towels and toilet paper. Because just because one store doesn't have any... By the way, Walmart, zero, zero paper towels, zero toilet... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to Kroger. Let's just do a quick flyby at Kroger and see if they have any cinnamon bread. Okay, guys? Who are these people? It's like there's always lots of cinnamon bread when you buy it. And it's like, hey, nobody else in the world likes this stuff. But as soon as there's a goddamn pandemic, everybody's like, hey, let's try out this cinnamon bread. You bastards. Save some cinnamon bread for Joe Schmo over here. How dare you. You, you can run, but you can't hide. Hi, 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 hi. Don't play me the fool. Alright guys, so now we're in Operation Cinnamon Bread. Let's do this. And the reason I want to go now and not later is because when I get home after going to the grocery store, I go ahead and change my clothes and I thoroughly wash my face and stuff. If I get too hot and sweaty, I might just hop in the shower. But uh, the way I think about it is like if I went to Walmart and uh, maybe I have some uh, COVID spores on my pants and I don't know it, then I sit down on the couch, but later on, I go to lay down to take a nap, and I put my face right there in that COVID butt spot. Oh, man, what a way to get it. You don't want that. So might as well strip down butt-ass naked as soon as you get home. <sighs> take a Silkwood shower. That's right. But you know what I think of uh, a shower like that? This is why I don't work in a nuclear facility, guys. Because I couldn't just take a shower to get all the radiation off me. I'd have to be like this. <laughs> like scrubbing. <laughs> like sobbing the whole time. That takes a lot of energy. Share in love with me tonight. I want to feel love. Okay, there's Albertsons and Kroger in my neighborhood, across the street from each other. Albertsons is absolutely packed, chock full of assholes. Alright, Chick-fil-A, drive through packed. Everyone's got to have their nugs in the post-apocalyptic pandemic. Hey, I'm not allowed to call it that around my wife, so... Whoa, gas is down to a dollar sixty-three here, mate. Guzzling, dollar sixty-three a gallon. Unfortunately, I don't need gas right now because I filled up the other day when it was a dollar seventy something. But gas is taking an nosedive. 
Isn't that weird? It's not like the road wire at all. Nobody seems to give a shit about gas. You know why? Because everybody's staying inside. Those people at the compound in the road wire had it right. They weren't going anywhere. It was the marauders, you know, humongous as men. Fending off marauders. They kept driving around needing gas. It's like, guys, you wouldn't need gas so bad if you just stay put. Stop driving around everywhere, assholes. All right, guys, I'm here at Kroger. I will check back with you in a minute after I see if they have cinnamon bread. Cinnamon bread. Cinnamon bread. Cinnamon bread. Figaro. All right, I'll be right back. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean. Nothing clean, right? Hey, man, I think this guy's a couple kids short of a six pack. Stray observation. You ever notice in Terminator 2 when Arnold shows up at that biker bar and he goes, I need your clothes, your boots, your motorcycle. And uh, everyone's like, <laughs> and the guy puts out a cigar on Arnold's chest and he goes, you forgot to say please. I used to joke with my buddy Alex that um, that's not the actor's voice. They actually flew in uh, Kiefer Sutherland to voice that role. And he was like, oh my God, it does sound like Kiefer Sutherland. Now, next time you watch T2, listen to when the guy says, you forgot to say please. It sounds like Kiefer and Sutherland, man. Jack Bauer says it. That's just an observation. And uh, that's it. Pause. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot to say please. I'm back in the car. I'm back in the car. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Probably covered in COVID-19 spores. <sighs> Germs! COVID-19 spores! <laughs> and the worst thing of all, there was no fucking cinnamon bread. God damn it. You lousy bastards. We're going to have to do the old cinnamon sprinkled on toast with sugar bullshit. We live in the space age, god damn it. I want my Pepperidge Fams cinnamon bread. Jesus, lady, you think you come in your parking spot fast enough? You in a hurry? You in a goddamn hurry, lady? Ah, it's goddamn people, man. She's probably a marauder. That's why she's going fast. Oh, there she is putting on her hockey mask. She's got her wrist crossbow. That's what I thought. Ah. The Lord Humongous. The Atola of Rock and Roller. 
I am gravely disappointed. <laughs> oh, how's it going, everybody? I am now in the car. I've gone to Kroger. And that sucked. Because I wasn't so hot and sweaty before. But that store is not cool. It's warm. Not one... The toilet paper aisle in the uh, paper towels still empty. They did have Kleenex. So Kleenex seems to be in stock at two stores. That's good. Um, luckily, we have plenty of toilet paper. Like I said the other day, I went to Walmart and they had toilet paper and paper towels. And I bought one of those giant sparkle tin packs. So that's pretty cool. But I would like to you know, get some more eventually. Who knew it? Okay, remake of the Road Warrior, but instead of gasoline, it's a toilet paper factory. The people are held up in it. They've got flamethrowers trying to keep the people at bay. The marauders, they want in and they want to wipe their asses. I'm gravely disappointed I can't wipe my ass. Let me in there. Give us three rolls, please. Can you spare a square? That would be awesome. I gotta call, call George Miller up right away. But see, the world is stupider than fiction. <laughs> That's why it's not gasoline, guys. It's toilet paper. Because the world is stupid. That's right. We live in a stupid world. Ah. Hey, I want to ask you guys something. Do you have relatives that are posting on Facebook every day about COVID-19 or not? Just curious. Do any of you guys have fathers that post every day the statistics and they're obsessed with them? I, it's funny. I gave my dad a hard time. And I go, you were posting about the coronavirus like a month before it even was mentioned locally. You know, like anyone was even worried about it. Because yes, that's right. I was. I knew all about it. I was the first person. And I go, okay, let me ask you this. Did you prepare for it anyway? Did you stock up on supplies of any kind? Let's say not even toilet paper, hand sanitizer, maybe surgical mask, gloves, alcohol, uh, medicine, food, canned goods, etc. No, no, I didn't. Well, why not? Um, no answer. So what good does it do ya if you're the first one to know about it? You're Noah. God just told you a flood's coming. You know what you did? You posted about it on Facebook. You didn't build a goddamn ark. You didn't round up the animals. You just went sipping coffee at Starbucks. So guess what happened? There's a flood and you don't have a boat. You don't have an ark. Yeah. But you know me, I've got plenty of paper towels, mate, and I'll bother them. I'll trade you for some cinnamon bread. I will. Cinnamon bread for this roll of sparkle paper towels. All right, guys, I'm home, and I'll check back with you in a bit. I hope you're entertained by this stuff. The world we're living in today. Yeah.
Just a perfect day. Drink sangria in the park. And then later, when it gets dark, we go home. everyone i am back i am the jstrom and i am in my closet <laughs> no i'm in my recording studio who called it a closet get out of here with that let's see if i can set my recording device down there we go all right guys i'm now home uh, when i got home with the groceries i was super hot i was super just ugh, disheveled and sweaty so i decided to remove all my clothing and take a shower you know, washing that COVID out of my hair. And then I dressed in completely new clothes. That's right. I'm wearing a Star Wars The Last Jedi shirt, which is funny. Uh, one year for my birthday, I said I wanted a Star Wars shirt. And my wife got me a Last Jedi t-shirt. <laughs> uh, why is that funny, you say? I don't know. I would just like a generic, like, Star Wars and that's it. But it's okay. It's got a picture of the Millennium Falcon, but it's red. That's the only thing I don't like. I wear black shirts, okay? You know, man in black. Uh, so anyway, uh, got a lot of the groceries put away and uh, ate some lunch. And now I'm back to do a sign-off on this podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed the Jstrom Drives. I'm thinking about calling this the Jstrom Drives Pandemic Edition or Lockdown Edition. I don't know. But uh, I'll decide when I post it and you guys will see. Well, that is indeed what he called it. Oh, there we go. Uh, what's interesting, if any of you guys have ever listened to Dead Ahead, uh, a lot of things going on kind of reminded me of Dead Ahead, Dead Ahead because in the story two main characters that have yet to meet uh, are on lockdown. They're by themselves in isolation, uh, separated from this uh, world that could harm them. And also, uh, you know, there was Protocol 19. That was a big thing in the story. Protocol 19. And I kept seeing COVID-19. It kind of reminded me of my fictional world in my brain. Uh, mine is better though, cause I have more video games to play. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a, uh, a joke because now that my wife is working from home, I need to move a console into my bedroom or something so I could play something. But I decided instead of playing video games, I'd record a podcast guys. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope everyone is doing okay. Everyone is healthy. Everyone has food and toilet paper cause we all got to, you know, wipe in the, uh, in the, <laughs> shut up, Jason. No more wiping jokes, okay? All right, God. Sidebar, Jason, what? You're doing too many blue jokes, man. Can you be serious? All right, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, guys, I'm back. I just had to talk with my producer. 
apparently too many wiping jokes. So we're going to go to more kind of uh, family wholesome humor here. Okay. Uh, so anyway, don't flush t-shirts or, or uh, non-disposable wipes down the toilet because that shit will clog up your toilet and it'll be even worse. Um, you know, I, I always yell at my wife and my daughter, when you guys remove a shirt in the closet and put it on, do you put your empty hanger in a designated position with other empty hangers? Or do you leave it on the rack in between all your other shirts? If your answer was leave it on the rack between your other shirts, then you're a bad person. You should put it in a designated all free hanger zone, okay? Because I am always going, oh, look, empty hanger here, empty hanger here. And I have to like collect them all and move them back to the you know, right side of the closet. It's just ridiculous, you know? This, these times are living in. I just can't believe it. No, but seriously, though, if you guys dig uh, Dead Ahead, I've been thinking about recording some more Dead Ahead in my recording studio slash closet. And uh, I think it, hopefully it turns out well. It sounds okay. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't done any narration for a long time. What's funny is listening to back to those, like, do I really want to release this because the story's unfinished and if people do get into it, they might want to hear more. Or they'll listen to one episode and go, wow, this sucks. <laughs> because the first chapter is pretty rough, man. Because I based all this on a rough draft, not like something I'd written and rewrote and did a second draft, third draft. This was based on a rough draft and it is rough. So as I, you know, as I was getting into the narrating part, ah, it's not great in the first one. It's not until the fourth episode that I used a different mic that I bought specifically to narrate by. And I think the fifth chapter is actually my best narration episode. Uh, so the sixth might go back to being terrible again. And then maybe the seventh and the eighth chapter, maybe it'll be a lot better. Because <laughs> I have eight chapters written of Dead Ahead, just so you know. And I stopped on five because I got burnt out. But if people dig it, that would be great. I think it'd be cool. Um I'm going to keep on dropping in from time to time with podcasts. I would love to do an episode where I call Steven on the phone and we talk about what's going on. I'd love to talk to Bill. Bill right now, you know, he lives in New York where uh, it's not good. A lot of people, a lot of cases of uh, people with the coronavirus. Bill works in the medical field. He's has to wear a mask every day. He works with uh, seniors. And, uh, it's scary. You don't want to infect anyone. And, uh, it was funny, like last Saturday, Heather's mom was coming over and I, I was like, do you think that's a good idea to, to Heather? And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just worried. I don't want to infect anybody. And she was like, well, you don't have it. And I'm like, I know that, but what if I do? And I don't know. <laughs> It's like I'm afraid to be around people. You know, you're supposed to be quarantined and not be around other people. And that includes family members just for safety's sake. But you could also be like, well, I'm being silly. I know this is serious and it's going around, but I'm going to hang out with my parents. It's like 
but maybe you're not supposed to. I don't know. Use your best judgment. I know we won't. <laughs> oh, Jason. Um, I'd like to do an episode where I talk to Adam Sexton, uh, Ross, Pawnee, Adam Howard, just anybody. If you guys want to send me a voicemail, that would be great. Just talk about what you're going through. And on my next episode, we'll talk about uh, what everyone's doing to pass the time, what books you're reading, what shows you're watching, what video games you're playing, etc. Or maybe you started a garden. Maybe you started the Great American Novel. Or maybe you invented a new board game. I don't know. I know my daughter. She's uh, on an island in Animal Crossing. <laughs> and I'm kind of jealous. She takes me through and shows me her house and all this stuff. And I'm like, I want to go away to another land too. I thought of playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and just going fishing. I can remember this one secluded area in the game with a waterfall and this beautiful lake with, you can see the little ripples in the water of the fish, and you could just stand there and fish all day. Since I can't do that in reality, maybe I could do it in a fantasy world. Yeah. Okay, uh, where, wait, what happened? I, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, if this is a show, it's just me rambling, but I needed to talk to somebody. I needed to get all this out. It's a scary time, but let's try to stay optimistic. Let's try to occupy ourselves with positive thoughts. Be there for the people we love and our friends. Communicate. Talk to people. Don't be all alone. If you need somebody to talk to, you can talk to me. And uh, we'll get through this, okay? Alright, guys. Much love. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And most of all, wash your hands. See you next time. The Lord Humongous, the warrior of the wasteland, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller! I am gravely disappointed. Again, you have made me unleash my dogs of war. Look at what remains of your gallant scouts. Why? Because you're selfish. You hold your toilet paper. Not now, my prisoners say you plan to take your toilet paper out of the wasteland. You send them out this morning to find a vehicle, a rig big enough to hold that fat tank of toilet paper. What a puny plan! Now, this is podcasting.